Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Love Stranger. Um, so this week... We're doing something, we, I, <laughs> just me here, I'm doing something a little bit different. Um, this week, I'm interviewing a stranger who I have met in, in my own life. Um, so just to give a bit of a, a background information about how I met my stranger. So there are currently 120 refugees and asylum seekers being detained in the Kangaroo Point Hotel, Kangaroo Point Central Hotel, sorry, um, in Brisbane, which is where I am based. And there's been some uh, protests start up recently about the detaining of these men, the conditions that they're in. Um, most of these men have been in detention for five years or more. And I'm interviewing um, one of the refugees who I have met whilst attending these protests myself. We had a beautiful interaction uh, last week, um, or a few weeks ago actually, by the time this will be released, where I brought my guitar and I, I wanted to play some songs for them. And they had a guitar inside as well. And one of the men played this beautiful Persian um, song for me. Uh, and it's him who, who I'm interviewing today. He will be anonymous um, for safety reasons. But yeah, please um, enjoy this story. It is quite a lot to take in. It can be quite confronting. Um, so please be uh, mindful of that just before listening to this story. Um, but yeah, I hope you find this informative, um, beautiful towards the end. Um, yeah. Enjoy. Okay, so thank you so much for for joining me. Um, so feel free to start uh, wherever um, and let us know what your experience has has been. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for hearing my story and sharing. My pleasure. Uh, you can you can start with a question. Oh, okay. Ooh. Um my mind because it's so busy and I sure. don't know where I'm start from. Okay. Um where are you from? Um from Iran, but we are Arabic people that live in Ahwas. It's a southwest of mm -hmm. Iran. I don't know what 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 sent me here, but I just first wanted to get out from my country because it wasn't safe for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 
I went to Malaysia, mm-hmm. some Iran, and I met some guys there. Mm-hmm. And they said we have a we have a way to Australia. You know, if you want to just make it quick and go to other country, we have Australia now, and you mm-hmm. can go there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after that they sent me to Indonesia, and uh, I. I went to the boat and came by boat to Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't like planning. It just, I just wanted to go to other country, you know, yeah, and sure. And just this happened for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to Indonesia and yeah, came by boat. Um, can I ask what it was like on the boat and how long you were on the boat for? Uh, believe me, it was like the worst experience in the world. Mm. Like, you could see the death. Uh, you could see the, the hopelessness, you know. Mm-hmm. And you could, but it, it's it's different, you know. I I can't express it with the words. It was like a three nights of death, you know. One hundred eight people in one small boat, mm-hmm. and. Sorry for that. It's okay. Just remember the, you know, the boat. Yeah. Uh, when I remember that uh, that days, it's it's hard for me. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were one hundred eight people, and you know, families, kids, and. And big waves, big waves, and like we didn't have any hope to survive that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't have any hope to survive that situation, and and we were just like waiting to. To arrive, to arrive in, in just a land, you know, mm-hmm. just a land, just looking for a land and arrive there. The the women were crying and yelling and the kids and and our boat, it seemed like it was water coming inside the boat. Mm. And we were trying to empty the boat like the water taking off the water and I I don't know how to explain. Mm. 
It wasn't three nights. It was like 13 years. Mm. And after three nights and four days, uh, finally the Navy came, the Australian Navy, mm-hmm. to save us. But we were we were on the water, you know. Our boat got sink and we were like half of the boats in the water and we were on the water and waiting for rescue. Mm. What happened when the Navy came? When the Navy came, they came to us and they didn't save us at the first, you know. Mm-hmm. They just, they were looking at us and they say, we will, you came, but illegal to the, I don't know, the free water, or I don't know what was there. And uh, we will send you back to Singapore, like something like this. Mm. And we were in the water, you know, mm. we were like drown in the water and we were just holding together and to not drown in the water. Mm-hmm. And they said that and they they start they start to take to take us but they were taking us like uh, they were like taking us and they throw throw us to like a small boats they got and they send us to the navy to the big big ship mm-hmm. yeah they treat us like a, sorry to say that but treat us like animal mm. from the first when we saw them and there were kids there and women and they didn't care they treat everyone like that mm. yeah but we were happy because we got rescued you know mm-hmm. and because we didn't die at that boat I'm sorry to talk slow, slowly because it's really hard for me to explain. It was a horrible experience. Mm. I can take your time, that's fine. And yeah, they they put us in the back of the the big big, uh, ship and it wasn't like a good place, like just back of the ship. And when the ship was running, it was a water calm on us and we were so cold. Mm-hmm. And we had we, in this three, four days in the boat, we, we didn't have anything to eat. And mm-hmm. We were so weak and it was a cold, it was a night, it was just so cold. And the water comes on us and make us wet and again the wind. Mm. And 
everyone was crying. I remember everyone I was looking at their eyes and everyone was crying. Where did the Navy take you? Where did the Navy take us? Mm. Yeah, after after long nights, because we were around Darwin, I think. Mm-hmm. They took us to Christmas Island, and it was a long way, like uh, I think twenty hours or more. Okay. That ship, yeah. And and I know no place, no nothing, no clothes were getting warm or nothing. Mm-hmm. Just they left us back of the ship and yeah, twenty hours we were there until we arrived Christmas Island. When we saw Christmas Island and people there and we we got so happy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's I don't know how to express it, but it's a weird feeling mm-hmm. I haven't had in my life. It's what it's like. You you died and you get back to life again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a weird feeling and. We were so happy to see the island, and we said it's finished. We are safe now. We are, we are in a good hands. Mm. And yeah, they, they took us, and they took us like everything, and sent us to the, you know, the the coast, and so handing us to the, you know. ABF and and they send us to the after processing and searching us and you know searching our bodies and they send us to the camps. Mm-hmm. I remember it was a it was called Bravo Camp the first. They send us there and. Me and my cousin were together mm-hmm. at that day, you know, in the camp. Mm. But we came together with one boat, mm-hmm. and we were there in Bravo camp together. But after a week, or I don't exactly remember, or two weeks. They sent me to the single camp, and he stayed there with his sister mm. because he was underage when he came there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they separated us, and as soon as uh, we arrived there, they tell, told us that we will never see Australia, and you will. Go to the islands, Naro Manus, mm-hmm. do processing and going to third country. 
said, okay, that's good. We do processing and we go to the third country. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't be Israeli anywhere, just safe place. Mm. Yeah, and they, after a month, I've been in Christmas Island. Mm. They sent me to Nauru, by the first plane to Nauru. Mm. And they left my cousins there in Christmas Island. Mm. I think after six or eight months, they brought them there, here, mm -hmm. there in Nauru. Yeah, they sent me, I'll start from here, they sent me to Nauru. Mm -hmm. You know, the guards were saying, don't scare from Nauru or anything. The guards, you know, the security, the circle guards mm -hmm. there in Christmas Island, they were saying, it's same as here, you know, accommodation, no air cons, everything's, you know, you've got everything there. Don't worry. And just one year you doing process, maybe less, maybe less than one year you do your process and you get back to Australia. Don't worry, it's so it's all bullshit. Don't don't listen to them. And the guards were saying that. Mm. Oh, you will go to another country. It won't take long. They were like, you know, making us call like all this lying, lying at us. And yeah, when I arrived in Nauru, they they took us to the camp and. It was a, it was a tense, mm. too intense. Many people, there was like about 500 people wow. in a small place. They were from 2012 there. The people there, they were like about a the year there. And it was like, I don't know, I, if I say Guantanamo, Guantanamo is, is better, I think, than there. Mm. It was tense. Every day, two minutes shower. Mm -hmm. And you have nothing, just a, just a bed. And it's, it's, it was really hot. And our beds on the rocks, and just two minutes shower. Mm. When you when you were in the shower, if the two minutes finished, they will I close the water. We, you know, we didn't have a choice. We we had to stay. Mm. We didn't have any choice. Mm -hmm. And all this while, did they tell you that they were? going through the process so that you could come to Australia? Did did they make you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, the guards were telling us they 
you will do process and you will get back to Australia. And we and we didn't have a choice to to do anything. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go back to I couldn't go back to my country and I couldn't stay. It was like a hell. Mm-hmm. It was a hell actually. And then forty something degrees mm. in a tent. Mm. No water. Just too many shower and no good food and because it was so hot even in the in the mess in the kitchen for that place. Mm. In for lunchtime. It was so hot you couldn't eat because of the the heat. It wasn't aircon or or fan in the in the kitchen. Mm. Neither in the in the tents, no fans, not nothing. Mm. No aircon, nothing in the tents. And forty two people, every tent forty two people. Oh. And the guards treating you like a criminal. Mm. Like you did something like you are tourists or be criminal no more. Mm. I don't waste you. What we did, we just came to safe place. Mm. We run to safe place. Mm-hmm. We're just seeking asylum. Mm. Please, God, believe me, I'm just seeking asylum. Mm. I'm not criminal. Why treating me like that? What's the reason of treating us like that? Did they ever answer you? No. They say, we know you are not criminal, you are. But, sorry, we have order to do that, to do this. Mm -hmm. They told us, the big bosses. I said, one, one time, I said, just... Just be human for for a second that you can feel us. He said I can because I will lose my job. Mm. His job is more important than to be human. But you can say to these people, mm. you, you can never change their mind. They see you as a prophet. They see you as a money. Mm. They see you as if they have better life. They no. never cared about us. Still. Mm. Yeah, and they said no one will go to Australia. Yeah. But they were we came like about 5,000 in that period of time, like 2013. Mm. And they released more than 2,800 to the community in Australia mm. from Christmas mm. Island. What the difference between me 
and another person that came after me mm. by boat came after me. Mm. So if it's if it's low, if it's then it should be for everyone. Mm. Why well, it took more more of us in the community and they they put a a thousand people in Nauru and about two thousand in Manus Island. Mm. Why did he do that? You say it's slow, but then it should be for everyone. Mm. We came okay at the same time we came all we came by boat. What's this this the earthy game? Mm. Can I ask what happened when you were moved to Kangaroo Point Hotel? So what happened, they take me from Naro to here, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were told that we'll never go to Australia, mm-hmm. but they will send us for, for treatment. Mm-hmm. If anyone has a treatment, yeah, I've been like uh, six years there in Naro. After, after I think four years and something, and I've got really sick. Mm. I've got really sick. I mean, I mean mentally sick. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to explain, but I got so sick and. I stopped eating mm. for 108 days. I was just drinking coffee and tea, sometimes biscuit, it's, that's it. And I tried to, to kill myself many times. Mm. I hanged myself. I cut myself, mm. I cut my hands, cut my head mm. with a razor. And I put patrol myself, mm. try to set myself in fire. Mm. And yeah, and I was eight months in one small room, not moving. Mm. It's a place they call RPC one and they keep their mental people there. They have places and their rooms get you more sick. Mm. Their rooms is like hell. I was eight months in one room. Like I, I didn't know what's going on. You know, I just was trying to finish myself. Mm. And they they didn't bring me at that time. Yeah, mm. they didn't bring me here. They kept me there, and I got more sick and more sick. You know. In that two years.
and finally the high court make a decision about me and they ordered them to bring me here. Mm. They didn't want to bring me here. They didn't, IHMS didn't care about me at all. Mm. You know, one reason is if they send someone from there, the companies there, they will lose one, the companies in Nauru. Mm -hmm. That means less profit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because one get less, and the ABF pay them less. Mm -hmm. All, all about business, all about money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we had a hard time there. In very hard time. I well, it's a it's a long, long story. If I want to talk about it, what's happened and what what they did to us, and mm -hmm. it's a really long story. A really sad story. Mm. I saw many things. I saw many things there. I saw death. I saw injustice. I saw racist and everything. Yeah, we we came for safe place, but the Australian government, Nauru government. They killed us every day. And still they're killing us every day. You know, their their knee always on our necks. Mm -hmm. We really can't breathe. We can't breathe. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you a story about one of the time what happened to me here in Nauru. Mm -hmm. I was going to the IHMS to take my tablet one day mm -hmm. and they didn't give it to me. Like they said, you have to go to other place to take it. I said, why? This is my camp and, and I need it now. Mm -hmm. I have a pain and I need my, my tablet. Mm -hmm. They argued with me and I started arguing with them and the security called the police. The security called the police, and at that time, my friends surrounded me, like, or they came around me. Mm -hmm. The police wants to take me. Why? For what crime? Mm. Because I need my tablet. Mm. What did I do? The police said it. It's order from ABF, and we have to take you and. I said, why? What's what's my crime? I said, we don't know. We just we have to take it. Take you. I said, oh, I wouldn't go. And my friends, they were around me and they said, we didn't. We, do, we won't give him. Mm. And they said, okay. And they start beating us. They start beating us, start beating and they took me. They took me and they put me on the car. I was like taking my head up 
and I saw one face come to my face. He hit me by his head. Mm. I have pictures for my nose. The police mm. and the security were staying there and looking at us and do nothing. And it was all my face blood. Mm. And he put me in the grand car and he put his neck on my his uh, knee on my neck until the police station. I was yelling, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Mm. He didn't care. He didn't care. Mm. And when we arrived in a police station, three of them now police police now police. They start beating me. Mm. I was like that the blood on the on the walls and on the ground. And one Australian federal police was there. He was watching he was watching them how to beat me. Mm. And they put me in the cell. This is all was about because I wanted my tablet. Mm. Can you imagine what's happening? What's happened there? I just told it a small thing. Mm. And they did many things. Can you tell me where you are now? Now I'm uh, in Kangaroo Point in a hotel. Mm -hmm. Government holding us in a hotel for more than uh, almost one year. I was in Baito and they brought us here in a hotel. Mm-hmm. You can call call it hotel, but we, we call it jail. Mm. After seven years, after seven years in detention, in five years living in a tent, mm. and they brought us here in a hotel mm. that we can we have to stay to our in our rooms and no real movement, you know, just a smoking cigarette in the balcony. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, the people outside, the lovely people. They start protesting for, for our freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, it before the this this beautiful people came here and support us and protest and fight for us. We were deaf people. Mm. Everyone was in a room and no talking to anyone. Mm. No movement. Nothing. Mm. Like a deaf people. But after we saw these beautiful people and the love they gave us, we we get back to the life. Mm. Got back to the life. And they are 24-7 here. Mm-hmm. You know that? You know about it more, more than me. <laughs> because you are here. 
I can't remember that that night you were playing a song. You're playing guitar for us. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. <laughs> it's your love give us strength mm. and hope, and we can fight with you. Mm. Can I ask you something? Yeah, sure. Um, how long have you been playing guitar? Because you, <laughs> you played a song back for me. <laughs> Did you see the song? Uh, I don't know. I don't know which song you played, but I think it was a Persian song. Yeah, I think I'm playing guitar for 10 or 12 years. Wow. <laughs> but I'm not professional at it. Nah, because... you're a professional. You're a professional. <laughs> no, 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 no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I've not practiced it really good, you know, really. Mm. Especially now we can't have our own guitar, you know. Mm. Uh, our guitars in the property and they don't give it to us. Mm. We are not allowed to take them. Mm. They holding our stuff there and they don't give them mm. the circle guards. It's like, um, I don't know why they holding these things, you know. Mm. They just want to spend our time with something and I don't understand them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Can I ask you um, one last thing? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> um... I should learn it in Arabic and then I can I can, <laughs> <laughs> like we, I can talk to you easier. <laughs> uh, no, I understand English, but it's the the voice, you know, it's mm. kind of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you hoping will happen next? What I'm hoping, I'm, uh, I'm waiting for the, U.S. result mm -hmm. at the moment, but I really like to live in Australia mm. after I see these lovely people mm. here, you people, and I hope I can get a chance to live here to see these people outside. And, mm. and I'll buy you a guitar. <laughs> I actually have a guitar. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. If if they give me a visa, I can get it, you know, mm -hmm. and we can play together. Okay. And you can sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the singer. You have a beautiful voice. And we start a band. <laughs> oh, I'm bad on your voice. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening everyone um i really appreciate your tuning in and listening to to that story uh if if you would like to find out more about 
what's happening at Kangaroo Point Central Hotel, the protest movement that's happening there, and how we're making a stand for for the basic human rights of these men. Um, there's a Facebook page called Refugee Solidarity Brisbane slash Mianjin. Feel free to check that out. Um, or you can head down there anytime. There's a blockade that's happening 24-7. Um, police have been trying to move these men to a higher security detention unit and that's why there's a 24-7 blockade there to prevent those transfers from happening because obviously these men have very little freedom as it currently stands and transferring them to a high security unit would would impede on those freedoms even further. Um, so feel free to check that out. I'll post the link um, in the episode notes. And if you have any more questions, also feel free to jump on the Love Stranger Facebook page and, and shoot them through. So thank you so much for listening um, to this special feature episode. And I'll see you all next time. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 